Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Hello and welcome to your Red Friday edition of the Arrowhead Drive. I'm Pete Sweeney. Let's start your morning with today's outlook on the Kansas City Chiefs. Here's what you need to know for Friday, November 18th. Yeah, because you understand, we've played two of these teams now. We haven't played Denver yet, but you know that they're great football teams. They just, in football, man, anybody can beat anybody any day. Um, and so it hasn't gone their way in some of these games, these close, uh, hard-fought games. Um, but we understand how good the Chargers are. Um, we're not looking ahead to being three games up or whatever it is. We're looking at well, what can we do to win today so that we can win on Sunday. And so uh, we understand it's going to be a great challenge, and uh, we're going to play our best football if we want to win. The Chiefs enter Week 11 with a chance to put a stranglehold on the AFC West. If the Chiefs can leave L.A. with a win on Sunday night, they'll improve to 8-2 on the season and improve to 3-0 in the AFC West. With the Raiders and Broncos both under 500 at the moment with no answers in sight, the Chiefs could cruise to a seventh straight division title. Kansas City is well aware of the stakes in Sunday night's contest, and they don't take this Chargers team lightly. Los Angeles has dealt with as many injuries as any team in the NFL this season. It's a very different matchup than when these two teams met all the way back in Week 2. Los Angeles will not have Joey Bosa in this game, who's been out since Week 3 with a serious groin injury. They lost their big free agent signing for the season in cornerback J.C. Jackson and stud offensive tackle Rashawn Slater. As of this moment, the Chargers currently have 15 players on injured reserve. Then you factor in wide receiver Mike Williams hasn't played since Week 7, and wide receiver Keenan Allen has only managed to play in two games this season, and it might be a rough night for the L.A. Chargers against Kansas City. The Chiefs also appear to be dealing with several injuries of their own ahead of the Week 11 matchup. McCole Hardman has not practiced this week while he's dealing with an abdomen issue. Juju Smith-Schuster is in concussion protocol along with cornerback Chris Lamont. Both Legereus Sneed and Jarek McKinnon have logged limited sessions this week while they deal with injuries. The Chargers saw Allen and Williams return to practice in limited fashion this week. They also saw tight end Gerald Everett log a limited session along with wide receiver DeAndre Carter. So both teams could be seriously short on pass catchers on Sunday night if these injury reports hold up. We'll have the latest updates for you this afternoon at ourheadpride.com. Well, you're right at that time where, I mean, these games are so, so important. Um, it's important for the Chargers, it's important for us, Denver and, and the Raiders likewise. So um, that, that's the time of year you're in. And you got to make sure that you, you batten down the hatches, man, and, and get things, uh, detail your work, and, and don't leave anything uncovered there. So, as Andy Reid mentioned, it is that time of year when we start to project playoff standings and look ahead on the schedule. In what was originally thought to be a possible mini-rebuild transition type of year for Kansas City with so many teams across the AFC going all-in, could not have been more off-base with that prediction. Through 10 weeks, Patrick Mahomes is the MVP frontrunner, and the Chiefs are a top-scoring offense in the NFL once again. 
With the Buffalo Bills struggling and falling out of first place in the AFC, the Chiefs now control their own destiny down the stretch if they want to claim that lone AFC postseason bye week. The Chiefs have eight games left on the schedule. Five of them are against opponents that currently sit under 500. There are still some tough matchups left on the schedule, but if the Chiefs can handle their own business the rest of the way, they'll be a top seed in the AFC once again. I mean, he's a, spe- he's a special arm talent, man. man. He throws some, some passes that I don't think anyone can throw in this league, and that includes myself. I mean, he has a, a cannon for an arm. You watch it. I watch on film every week because we like, play similar opponents. Um, and there's some throws you just kind of shake your head because uh, they're, they're that special. And so uh, I understand it'll be a great challenge for us as a team to go up against the Chargers and the, the talent that they have over there. And so how can we match that intensity? How can we match that talent and go out there and win a football game is, is what we have to focus on. While the Chargers have been a bit of a disappointment, to say the least, this season, anyone who watches them on a weekly basis knows Justin Herbert is a top five star quarterback. Mahomes gave the Chargers' young quarterback plenty of praise this week, even adding that there are some throws he makes that Mahomes isn't sure he could pull off himself. Understanding all the injuries the Chargers have dealt with this season, it's a testament to the play of Herbert that they are still in the thick of things in the AFC. It's the sole reason Kansas City can't sleepwalk into Sunday night because Herbert can, in fact, make a lot of the throws many NFL quarterbacks can make. Uh, for me, it's a brotherhood in, in that uh, running back room. Uh, we pushing one another. Uh, we giving uh, each other uh, examples of how we could have hit runs better. What, what we see here, what did they see from the sideline? So we're building in this room. Uh, there's a lot of football left, and we need all the guys to to compete here to win. While rookie Isaiah Pacheco fumbled the ball early last week against the Jaguars, he bounced back to have his most impactful game as a Chief. A lot has been made this week about the Chiefs running back room after former first-rounder Clyde Edwards-Hilaire only logged four offensive snaps in Week 10. In the NFL, things can change fast, and it's business as usual for the Chiefs, but Andy Reid added this week that sometimes things work out a little differently. They still expect Clyde to be involved in some capacity moving forward, and with the status of the Chiefs wide receiver room ahead of this game, it's the perfect matchup for them to try and deploy a strong ground game. The Chargers currently allow the third most rushing yards per game in the league. They also allow 5.4 yards per carry, which is tied for dead last in all of football. We can absolutely run on this team, so we'd expect a large dose of Pacheco in Week 11 and possibly a little bit of Clyde sprinkled in. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, right now he's. Uh, I can't wait to see him get a get a ball kicked to him. You know, we haven't had that option, really. I mean, we, they, they did a good job last week of, of using the sidelines and hanging the ball up pretty good. So sooner or later, he's going to get one kick to him. We're going to find out what he's got. I, I got a pretty good feeling about it, though. If the Chiefs are, in fact, shorthanded at receiver on Sunday night, we could see Kadarius Toney with another opportunity to continue to expand his role in the offense. He'd likely get more opportunities this week anyway after his impressive game last week against the Jaguars, but his snap count could be increased on Sunday night. Dave Tope did confirm that Tony is the new Chiefs punt returner, so fans can sleep easy knowing Sky Moore won't be put in those tough situations moving forward. Though we would like to see Moore get a bigger opportunity in the offense before the season is over. I mean, as a rookie and even just talking with all the rookies, especially the Fab Five, I think a big thing that we like to do is just show who we are and prove to everybody that we can do this. Um, I think a cool thing that the rookies have started to do is put a lot more trust and confidence in the best in the vets that they can trust us and that we're able to make plays on the field. So for us it's fun to be out there with everybody like on third downs we have a package where there's four rookies out there. When I look back and see Brian Cook and 
Jay went on the other side and Josh. I'm like, how cool is this that everybody I came with, everybody who's learned the same lingo, we all taught each other, is all out there. I mean, it makes the game so much more fun. The Chiefs' Fab Five could be in for another huge chance to showcase their abilities on the primetime stage on Sunday Night Football. Of course, we all remember the Jalen Watson 99-yard pick six that sealed the game for the Chiefs back in Week 2. They also did not have rookie cornerback Trent McDuffie in that game. Since McDuffie's return two weeks ago, he's been turning heads with his play. With the Chiefs committing to their young corners in McDuffie, Watson, and Williams, they put faith in this talented draft class to continue to step up down the stretch for a team that has the ultimate of aspirations. Yeah, I mean, we like Frank's juice, and, you know, he gives us something off of the edge, and I thought he was kind of finding a groove, you know, before he, he hit the suspension, and I just hope we can... He can get back into that. You know, sometimes with you got to knock a little bit of rust off, but hopefully there won't be a lot of rust in that car. In the absence of Frank Clark, rookie defensive end George Karloftis has had more of an opportunity to leave his mark on the defense. While furious George isn't exactly filling up the stat sheet, he's making impact plays and improving on a weekly basis, which is really all you can ask for of your rookie defensive end. Now the Chiefs are adding defensive end Frank Clark back to the mix after that two-game suspension, and this defense is now quietly as healthy as it's been all season. The last time we saw Clark, he had one and a half sacks against the 49ers in easily his best performance of the season. Hopefully, after the downtime, he's still got that frank juice he was starting to find before his suspension. With the expected dominance of Chris Jones to continue, the improved play of Colin Saunders and the Chiefs' depth at edge, and Mr. 100, Carlos Dunlap, Mike Dana, Furious George, and Frank Clark the Shark, this pass rush going to look like a group to fear on Sundays. Dun, 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 dun. They've been starters. They're vets. So Justin Herbert, trust them. Trust where the ball's going to be. So the time's going to be back. So I think a big thing for the DBs is to disrupt that timing and kind of just, you know, they're, they're fresh. They're new. So, I mean, anybody they put out there, if it's Mike Evans, if it's somebody else, Josh Palmer, like we just got to play how we play. And I feel like we'll do what we have to do. As already mentioned, the Chargers are hoping to field one of their more healthy lineups this season on Sunday night. If Williams and Allen can return this week, this young Chiefs defense will have a big test on Sunday night, though it does feel like Trent McDuffie and company will be ready for that test on the big stage. And that's it for the Arrowhead Drive for Red Friday, November 18th. If you've enjoyed the Arrowhead Drive, please subscribe to the entire Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. And while you're there, leave us a rating and a review. Coming up later today, it's Show and BK previewing Sunday Night Football in the AFC West. As for me, that's a wrap for now on Beatsman. We'll catch you on Monday for the next edition of the Arrowhead Drive.